MP, it feels like every area of life at the moment is undergoing revolution. I'm glad you said that, Bretto, because at this year's Wellness Summit virtual experience, all of our speakers are presenting on the revolution. Yeah, and it's such a topsy-turvy world right now. It feels like everything's been turned upside down, whether it's your finances, your food, your health, your longevity, your family. All of these things are just in such a state of flux right now that we really need to get the experts in to give us the lowdown. That's why we have Jason Witten on the financial revolution, Cindy O'Meara on the food revolution. Kim Morrison on the self-love revolution. Marcus Pierce on the longevity revolution. The great Brett Hill on the resilience revolution. Andrea Huddleston on the hormones revolution. And of course, Joe Witten on the food and family revolution. And for the first time ever, we'll have breakout sessions on the energy revolution, the career revolution. The barefoot revolution, the real food revolution. And the parenting revolution. All this and more at The Wellness Summit, September 11 and 12. Book your tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. So I really want to let you know that from a holistic point of view, essential oils, I believe, are one of the most powerful and potent tools you could ever embrace as a part of your own self-care, health and well-being. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials. Here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Hey guys, welcome to the Self Love Quickie. Today I want to get straight into one of my most favorite topics on the planet, and that is all around the power of aromatherapy. Now, I have been a practicing aromatherapist since 1991. I have used essential oils every single day since I was 19 years of age. I've used them from using drop a lavender on a sting or a bite, all the way through to the conception, pregnancy and birth of my children. My husband was an international cricketer and for the years that we were together and he was playing, we also used their powers in his uh, rehabilitation, in his relaxation, in his sports rehabilitation as much as his body, mind and soul. So I really want to let you know that from a holistic point of view, essential oils, I believe, are one of the most powerful and potent tools you could ever embrace as a part of your own self-care, health and well-being. Now, if you are new to aromatherapy, as the word implies, it can be summed up simply as a therapy using aromas. As a general statement, that means aromas, which are highly concentrated, pure, potent plant extracts, which we call essential oils, are said to have been used for thousands of years, medicinally, therapeutically, and spiritually. Salvatore Patalia, the author of The Complete Guide to Aromatherapy, one of my dear friends and certainly one of my greatest teachers, is also an honorary member of the International Federation of Aromatherapists. Now, he says aromatherapy is incredibly hard to define. It's been stated as a branch of phytomedicine that uses essential oils as its principal therapeutic tools. He also says that the term has been abused. For example, skin and hair care products often promise to introduce the user to the benefits of aromatherapy. The fact that these products contain essential oils certainly does not mean that they will have the efficacy 
of essential oils used by a professional aromatherapist. Another definition of aromatherapy is the use of pure essential oils to seek influence, to change or modify mind, body or spirit, physiology or mood. Robert Tizarand, another guru, someone who I totally look up to and respect, is one of the world's leading aromatherapists. He lists five fields in which aromatherapy is practiced, medical, nursing, holistic, psychotherapeutic, and aesthetic. Now, the National Association for Holistic Aromatherapy, also known as NAHA, defines aromatherapy as the therapeutic application or medicinal use of aromatic substances, also known as essential oils, for holistic healing. Now, whether you are a novice or you're experienced, I think what's really important to note here is that to understand the complexity of essential oils, and this podcast is my way of making and creating a guide for you to use essential oils in an everyday way for the benefits of your health, your well-being, and your self-care. Many books have been written on the subject of aromatherapy, and some are more reliable than others. There are some now that delve into the science and evidence-based research that's available. It must be noted, though, that it's still quite difficult to obtain scientific evidence on the effectiveness of all essential oils. And as far as hard data is concerned, aromatherapy could still be considered in its infancy. It is thanks to many teachers, practitioners, and medical experts that more research on essential oils and their health benefits is being carried out. While this research gains momentum in the scientific community, we can refer to the great volume of anecdotes supporting the benefits of aromatherapy dating back centuries and across many different cultures. As someone who's been a therapist for almost three decades and has used essential oils daily, I cannot underestimate their power. If you were to use them just because you love their smell or they have more of a placebo effect, I would still encourage you to use them. In this podcast, I will share with you what I have learned and found helpful to me. My purpose will be to share my knowledge, not only as an aromatherapist, but as a mum, a businesswoman, and a very busy woman. There are many amazing teachers that I look up to, and I just want to take a moment to acknowledge some of my absolute faves. There's Robert Tizarand, Salvatore Battaglia, Shirley Price, Daniel Pinole, Kurt Schomboldt, Dr. Eric Zielinski, Pat Princey-Jones, Robbie Zeck, Megan Larson, Jennifer Jeffries, Liz Fulcher, Verita Arani, Valerie Ann Werwood, Sabrina Zielinski, Vanessa Megan Gray, Patricia Davis, and Bo Hendon, just to name a few. I personally look to these people and many more for guidance and knowledge, which in turn helps me to share my passion of these precious substances. You will hear me throughout this podcast refer to them as aromatic anchors. Essential oils are powerful aromatic anchors, as we know that smells can link us or anchor us directly to certain feelings, moods, memories, experiences, or situations. Essential oils are known to support healing, balancing, and overall well-being. They come from a vast array of plants extracted from Mother Nature's extraordinary medicine cabinet. 
You know, as mentioned previously, their use dates back thousands of years. Their potency can be up to a hundred times more concentrated than the plant or source they've come from. According to world-leading aromatherapist Shirley Price, essential oils are known to be active. They gain access to cells by being fat-soluble and are metabolized by the body. They can be applied to the skin, ingested or inhaled, and all are harmless unless used incorrectly. Essential oils have multiple actions and effects. For example, some may be antiseptic and anti-inflammatory. They can support the immune system and can be considered as pro and eubiotic as opposed to synthetic antibiotics. I am particularly fond of the traditional ancient wisdom handed down from generation to generation. I love to understand the science, but I also love to appreciate their incredible, unexplainable magic. They are a wonderful connector to Mother Nature herself. We're often told to get outside, to recharge, reconnect and heal ourselves. Shinrin yuku, or also known as forest bathing, a walk in the park, going barefoot on the beach, digging in the garden or swimming in the river or ocean can do wonders for the mind, body and soul. In a busy world where we are time poor, I have to say aromatherapy is one of the best ways to bring nature directly to us. Not only can essential oils support our physical well-being with oils like eucalyptus and tea tree, useful for the common cold, and lavender and orange for insomnia, it can also rejuvenate the spirit with oils that can calm and soothe, like chamomile and patchouli, or energize and uplift the mind, like frankincense and orange. As mentioned, high-quality essential oils are all antiseptic and antibacterial to a lesser or greater degree. They're also highly concentrated volatile substances that need to be used with care. Unfortunately, approximately 70% of the aromatherapy industry is adulterated, so it's important that you purchase your oils from a qualified source. This podcast is not about which brand is better than another. They're all amazing in their own way. Of course, I have created a brand called 28 out of my pure love for natural, for beautiful skincare, and of course, for essential oils. I want you to use a brand that you love. And by all means, if you happen to have one of my beautiful 28 products, not only will I feel incredibly honored, but I feel so humbled that we can each try different brands, different products, because I can assure you every single company offers something unique and different. The tips given in this podcast will be based on everyday concerns and ailments, they're no way to be seen as a replacement for traditional medical and psychological advice. My only warning would be to err on the side of caution if you're told to start taking the oils internally. Of course, medicine and the French way of doing aromatherapy, essential oils are often prescribed for internal application. But I want to suggest, just in the small amount of research that I have seen around this, as you may have heard me say, essential oils are all antiseptic and antibacterial. 
I want you to think about that for a minute. The gut microbiome is made up of trillions of bacteria. And if we are taking globules of essential oils down in water, something that they cannot be soluble in, those large doses of essential oils, even though it's only a drop or two, it's massive when it hits that microbiome. So be careful, guys. If you see an aromatherapist, a herbalist, or a naturopath, and they prescribe the internal application that may be encapsulated and used for a short amount of time for a specific use, I personally can understand that's valuable. However, for the everyday user, I would only be using essential oils in cooking. And when I say that, I mean maybe three or four drops max in a recipe. Make sure if you're going to use them to flavor food, then make sure they have a fat in there. So if it's a, a spearmint green smoothie, one drop into a smoothie for two or three people would be more than enough given how concentrated these oils are. Personally, the advice should only come when it comes to medicinal and therapeutic use from a qualified therapist who not only understands your history, but they get that the biochemical reactions that can occur in the human body along with the complex structure of essential oils. Just be careful. Having said that, there are so many ways you can use essential oils in a fun, easy and highly effective way. My advice is always less is best. You do not need many drops to make a difference. Make sure you do your own research on the individual oils. And as you experiment more, learn to trust your intuition and nose. For the journey of self-love and self-care, starting with three oils, for example, is perfect. Remember, they are the tools for you to practice the art of self-care. So let me just explain a little how that might work for you. When I suggest oils at times that could help with certain conditions, you could choose up to three oils to make a blend. One way of making a blend is to choose one of each of these three aromatic categories. One could be woody oils, two could be floral, herby, herbal or spicy oils, and three could be around a citrus oil. For example, blended together could help calm the mind, balance the body and help clear negative thinking. Essential oils work in two ways. Firstly, when we inhale a highly quality, high quality, complex organic essential oil, the chemical constituents of that oil travel up the olfactory system and then signal to the limbic part of the brain, which is the center for emotions, memory and sexual arousal. This often explains why they have such a profound effect on the way we think and feel. And a change can often occur within seconds. Secondly, when an essential oil dilution is applied to the skin, because of their solubility in the fats found in the stratum corneum, the outermost layer of the skin, lipophilic substances like essential oils are easily absorbed. Once the minute molecules have passed through the epidermis and enter the dermis, which houses the blood vessels, nerves, sweat and oil glands, lymph and elastin, they are carried away into the bloodstream and throughout the body. They can help stimulate the immune system, support the circulatory and lymphatic systems, and can help promote healing and detoxification. Each essential oil has its own characteristics and qualities, and no two oils are the same. This makes it a remarkable therapy for combining a number of essential oils together, creating what I like to call a synergy blend. 
three oils in a blend is always a great starting point. Lean in and listen to me and hear me talk of them in each of our shows. I want to encourage you to pick up your ears, get yourself one or two oils and start playing. If you're struggling in life and want to improve where you are right now, or you simply want to generate more love in your life, maybe a bit of fun and an uplift, perhaps promise yourself that you might try the suggestions I give each week in the quickies. And if they don't benefit you, just leave them aside. But if they do work, you can look forward, your heart resonating, your spirits lifting, your mind waking up to new possibilities and vitality. I am truly excited to share with you the self-love journey, especially around using essential oils. We will encounter adversities, challenges and troubles at different points in our lives. Not one of us will escape tough times. This is not a podcast to suggest that those tough times will never ever happen or advising you on how to avoid them. It is simply a guide, a pathway to help you navigate the shaky ground we sometimes find ourselves on and know that with awareness, self-care and self-discipline at the forefront, we can get through anything. It doesn't matter your age or where you are in your life right now, the self-love circle that I discussed in show one is simply a tool, as well as showing you the tips that I give in my book, The Art of Self-Love, so that you personally can incorporate them at any given time. Now, if you want to know more about the powers of essential oils, or you've become so enthralled in their power, and you want to become more educated, whilst I don't often a diploma of aromatherapy, I have created a six-module online program called Essential Oils 101. If you want to find out more about how you can get as much information as possible around the history, the chemistry, the physiology, the understanding their virtues and qualities, how to blend, what it means to make a synergy blend, how do we create oils for self-care, what blends would be great for first aid, how do I make the most of them on an everyday way for me and my family, then head on over to Kim Morrison Training. That's KimMorrisonTraining.com. And there, my friends, you will find the information you might be looking for all around the subject on using essential oils safely and effectively from this moment on. For those of you that are already using or dabbling in the powers of essential oils, I just want to high five you. I want to congratulate you. I've been in this industry now for over three decades, and it has certainly gained momentum and interest in the last 10 years. Be mindful, be careful of over-enthusiastic types that might tell you to do things with the oils that may not suit you best, but also get stuck into and embrace their passion for these amazing substances. I could not be more proud of this industry if I tried. Whilst I know there's always areas for improvement and I appreciate that there's always going to be things that need help or concern or more research, I just want you to know that considering essential oils and their use have been documented for over 4,000 years, this is not some new therapy. 
I love seeing the science come out around essential oils. I am proud to be an aromatherapist. And I want to say to all my teachers, the authors of all the extraordinary books out there, thank you from the bottom of my heart for providing a therapy that one, we don't actually have to be an aromatherapist to use their powers. But two, if you are going to use them therapeutically, then I also want to acknowledge the incredible clinicians out there, the nurses, the doctors, the the amazing medical system that embraces their virtues. I also want to acknowledge you. So if you've got any questions, guys, please head on over to my Facebook page, which is under Kim Morrison Training, and please post your comments, give me any feedback, or you can go to the wellnesscouch.com forward slash self-love, and you will see that I will be able to answer any questions you have around this amazing modality. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. I look forward to sharing with you more self-love quickies and more interviews right here on the Self Love Podcast. Take care. Be kind. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.